Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Coolers WP Blab. It is Thursday. It's seven o'clock, and it is time to start the show. Tonight, we're going to be talking about using WordPress to market your. How do you? Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we're going to be talking about um, about marketing your side hustle, which is building your own uh, WordPress websites for your customers, and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. Bridget, let's introduce ourselves and be super rude to our guests. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Bridget Willard. I am the marketing manager for GiveWP.com. Uh, Devin and Matt are at Pressnomics right now. Go say hi, take a selfie, and tweet it with Give at P5. Nice. Good job, Bridget. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and my blog is jasontucker.blog. Bridget, who do we have on the show tonight? <laughs> Sherry and Cheryl! Woo! <laughs> so, is this you know, where we introduce ourselves? <laughs> yes. Well, but before you do, uh, I want to give you a little bit of props. So they're, they're usually the ones that are, and there's other folks in the chat room as well that, that typically help out with this, but they're usually the ones that are in the chat room that are helping us out with our show notes and writing those show notes and kind of getting everything um, prepared. So I don't have to do any of that. Bridget doesn't have to do any of that. We can just instantly get the show out and ready to go. And uh, we really, we really appreciate all that you do for that. And I haven't even got this. Thanks. Thank you. I got to do that. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about both of you and, and what okay, you guys do. But also, and... but also Sherry oh, okay. Carol made the WP Blab and Women Who WP Wapoo. Hey. They practically do the entire show. You know what, Bridget? We'll just leave and let them do the show. How about that? No, no, no. We'll leave that to you. Yes, we'll leave that to the experts. With that Wapoo store, let me tell you, there's lots of pictures that you can take. I wear one in real life. This is an XXL. So you figure out your size, and here's my picture. <laughs> well, anyway, I am Sherry, and this is Cheryl. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I am at Hey Sherry on Twitter, and she is at Yay Cheryl because Hey Cheryl was not available. So yes. Um, anyway, we are um, graphic designers full time. Mm -hmm. I work for a church um, during the week full time, and we also have a business that we run together, doing wedding stationery and graphic design. And freelancing and that's kind of mostly her gig during yeah. the week but uh we do it together on the weekends so that's yeah. what we do that's awesome she's better at introducing so i just let her talk <laughs> <laughs> i just like to talk so she always lets me talk <laughs> so what, what got you guys started in in doing that that sort of work you know getting into either working at the church or being able to start your own uh, business well, I think um, the church thing happened first. We've always been artistic pretty much our mm -hmm. entire lives. Um, we were doing painting and stuff like that when we were younger. We did art lessons. And um, so it kind of just followed us around most of our lives until about, I think, college. We started getting yeah. into digital design, you know, with all the new stuff that started coming out. And we got our laptops and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So um, started with digital design in college. And um people caught wind friends family you know that we could design and started asking can you design my wedding invitations can you design a birthday invitation and yeah. so we we're like well after doing this for so many times why don't we start a business this is a business idea so let's do this and so in 2009 we established merriment designs mm -hmm. which is our our freelance business and yeah, and in, well, <laughs> in 2010, I did the crazy thing of leaving my job and going to do that full time. So that was nuts. But we made a good go of it. And 
our business has been pretty successful, which is surprising because we're not good at marketing at all. Yeah. So that's something that we're trying to improve. We're learning. <laughs> yes. We are learning. And you all are helping us with that. So, um, but um, more recently, we started doing work, more WordPress stuff and getting involved with learning more WordPress, the back end, some of the coding and that kind of stuff, PHP, and a little mm -hmm. bit of JavaScript here and there, but definitely coding's not our strong suit. So no. we started, um, we did just finished a freelance project for one of the people um, at our church doing her uh, e-commerce website, which was a huge learning curve. Oh yeah, it was great. That's so awesome. That's what we've been doing. That's cool, that's cool. So ha have you guys done any, you know, have you ladies done any, um, any Twitter type stuff? I mean, I see you guys active on Twitter, but is there a, is there a company Twitter account? Is there, just your individual okay, so Twitter accounts. This is something that we were talking <laughs> about way, way pre-show, but I'm, I'm kind of curious how you start, ended up doing this. Yeah, there's a story behind that. We did have a company Twitter back when we first started our company, and we abused it. <laughs> we did not take care of it, and it died. Yes. <laughs> we've, um, we've learned a whole lot about what you don't do with a Twitter account when you're trying to market a business. So, <laughs> yeah, we did have one that had about 650 followers. We maybe posted once every three weeks mm -hmm. and so and it was mostly around our wedding side of the business and we're trying to do more freelance now so we pretty much burned it to the ground and we're starting from scratch and so that's where we came to blab last week with our question is yeah. it better say you have a personal account and you have 650 followers do you start doing your business stuff through your personal or is it better to start a business twitter exclusively so you can focus on the business there and just start from the ground up mm -hmm. so Hmm. Well, that that's definitely a, a thing that we're going to have to ponder on the show today, right? Absolutely. <laughs> business goals. So now yes. I've been ruined by marketing education. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot help but hear my boss say, what are your business goals? <laughs> right? So if your business goals are to, are to attract people who are, who are attracted to your personality, then I say keep them the same. Mm -hmm. If your business, because it's fun, hey Sherry, hey Cheryl, like even say <laughs> you have to smile. <laughs> you remember those milk trucks that say you can't say Swiss without a smile? Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And when I was a secretary, people would call and say, "How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you?" I used to say, "I'm fabulous," and they go, "Fabulous." I go, "Yeah, fabulous." <laughs> and they go, "Why are you fabulous?" And I go, "Well, it's my trick because when I say fabulous." You smile, and when you smile, the pitch of your voice raises, and you sound happy. So you can be super depressed to say fabulous, and you still sound happy. And then the person <laughs> on the other, you know what I'm saying? So there's an yes. aspect of the psychology of how you interact and how you pronounce things that makes you feel happy. So ever since I met you guys on Twitter, I feel happy just seeing your account because because it, it's yay and hey it's happy <laughs> right yeah you know, like I feel like as twins differentiating yourselves but having that association is epic. However, if your business goals are to elevate yourself as one brand that's unified <laughs> and you may have more personalities, then you might want to you know come up with twin. Graphic design, front end and back end, paired forever. Da 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 da. I mean, you know, that's the thing. <laughs> so it depends on what a lot of people have a company name because they want to look bigger than they are to get the business. 
But I think with you guys specifically, that your personalities are what gravitate people toward you. And that's what you want to capitalize on. That's some really good advice. Yeah. <laughs> so we're done. That's the show, folks. Yeah, yeah, everybody make sure to subscribe, click. Let's <laughs> <laughs> chew on that That one. is the hardest thing is the self-awareness and ask yourself, what is the question? So for me, um, I was kitschy. I still am. I iterated my account a lot depending on – I was doing some self-reflection. I started – March 27th in 2007, so I've been doing it for 10 years. And I, I did religion, politics, politics, religion. I was involved in political campaigns. I just got super burnt out on all of that because I realized I didn't want to tie my career to somebody who might be in office or might not even win. That's, mm -hmm. that's not smart. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I don't still believe those things. I'm just not going to tie my life to it. But then people kept asking me all this business advice after I had done one for the for work. And so I go, oh, this is easy. Anybody could be a guru. Oh, come on, Bridget, you're my guru. And so I thought, oh, this would be funny. Start a business called YouTube to be a guru, right? <laughs> total joke. Yep. It's a total joke. So I just did it. Like it was, it was available. The YouTube could be a guru. WordPress is available. It was just like, why not do this, right? Uh, what are you like playing a joke on the twins? <laughs> I know he's like <laughs> Jason. Two, two, two for the price of one. My so, screen refreshed. I don't know what just happened. Sorry about that. <laughs> the internet took over. Um, but anyway, so then I just did it as a joke. But then I thought, oh, this could be really good for me. So I separated my personalities. I did the opposite of you guys. I was one, I became two, right? Yeah. So, but that was good for me because then I could be all business, all encouragement, all social media, and now WordPress on this one. This one's more like self-reflection and communication and psychology and soft skills and sunsets and guys that don't call me back after they stand me up on a date. Like that's where that is. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So yes. that's what I'm saying. All depends on what your goals are for that account. And that's the introspection that we have to do when we enter in social media. How much of my personal life do I want people to know about? Mm -hmm. Right? How how weird is it when they come up to you and say, hey, I really liked your blanket in the background. Like, how close are you looking at my screen, you weirdo? <laughs> like, you know? So you've got to ask yourself these questions because – in this age of social media, right, Jason, we're not just digital. We're right. 3D almost. We have 3D personalities that live in so many different areas. You really do have to ask yourself, A, what are your business goals? And B, how much of yourself do you want out there? Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. And a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I know we were just, you know, so you threw a monkey wrench in it because we were just certain that we were going to start a uh, a separate account for the business. And we still might do that. But now you gave me some stuff to chew on. So I'm not sure. <laughs> because, yes, it's our personalities. But also, you know, there is that plus of being able to separate where I can now take my personal account and focus it more on some of the personal stuff that I'm interested in than focus the business stuff onto the other accounts. So, right. I don't know. Well, and then there's the fun balance. Like if you keep a personal account, how do you balance being professional and keeping that professional voice, but then still being a human and, you know, being having all those aspects of your personality? 
when you want both of those, both of those things, both the business as well as your personal accounts to have some human qualities to it. They, they want people, mm -hmm. people want to go, Oh, there's actually a person behind this. It's not just like it. If this and that script that just spitting out a bunch of RSS feeds like Bridget likes to do. Right, Bridget. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually Still me. Bit. That's, that's what I do. So like my, my business account, which um, it, for the most part, I, I work full time, you know, at a church. And so, uh, the type of work that I do is pretty much me. It's it's my name, all my name, and everything behind it. I have an account that I kind of planted the flag in uh, called Tucker Pro, and that was like my last name, and then my my domain name is Tucker.pro. And so I kind of use that as my way to kind of you know start springboarding and building everything out from there. Um, but I I started to realize I'm like you know, other than like outputting whatever I put as a blog post onto that account. Really, everything is about me and my own account. And go look at Jason Tucker and at Jason Tucker on Twitter and take a look at all that stuff. And because that's a, the people are hiring me. They're not. I mean, they're hiring the business. You know, more because that's you know that's the way that they found me. But really, like they're hiring me to do the skills that are that I'm able to do. If I had five or six people on my team, I would have two or three of them be the ones that are going to be writing you know very specific content to that to yeah. that account. Now, yeah. something like WP Water Cooler and WP Blab, those are businesses as well. I mean, those are accounts that actually yeah. have, they have to live and breathe and stuff like that. And and those are things where Bridget and I kind oh. of balance those two out to figure out how is it that we can, uh, you know, make it sound like there's a person behind it actually using it, but also mm -hmm. still be able to say, hey, here's, you know, there, you know, our show is going to be happening tonight. Yeah. Here's the things that are be going. And those are the things that I guess you could do with your business account saying, hey, we just launched. Check now, out the site that we did. Right. That's a good point, Jason, because, and, and we'll, we'll be a little more marketing this here, personas, right? Mm -hmm. yes. So, yes. So I have a lot of Twitter accounts that I'm in charge of. And I don't have it written down because I just know this. But you can write down, and I always say, like, have three, three kind of main or uh, kind of subcategory. So for Bridget, for Gigi, I'm interested in music. I'm interested in photography and I'm interested in the Bible for you two could be a guru. I'm interested in social media. I'm interested in WordPress. And I love my dog. Okay. <laughs> Still Bridget, but you're, nobody's getting a hundred to 360 degrees. There's just little slices of the pie, right? For right. Gib, we're interested in nonprofits leadership and WordPress people. For WordPress, we're, we're interested in WordPress people, technology, and, and brick and mortar businesses because we make plugins for reviews, mm -hmm. right? For Blab, we're interested in WordCamps, right? Because that's different. Yep. WordCamps, WordPress news, and, and general technology, right? So you could see just with those women who WP, women in tech, WordCamps, WordPress, mm -hmm. right? So there's some overlap. Like everybody's getting a little bit of WordPress from me probably. But yeah. nobody's seeing my dog pictures unless you're on this one account, right? Right. But nobody's seeing my selfies unless you're on this one account. Or nobody's seeing my walking pictures or my sunset pictures. Every it, you're segmenting what you want people to see, but there's still something of the person, a touch point that matters, and you you decide that by your audience persona. So if you decide that you want, I mean, maybe the thing is, 
you want the wedding business to still go so that mm -hmm. that has its own account and you can mm -hmm. talk about wedding dress oh my god that would be the easiest account ever <laughs> flowers invitations protocol politeness what's the trends hair trends blah 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 dear, dear, dear. i mean font trends dear, dear. and then and then every so often a link to your site like every third tweet a link to your site with the soft stuff about wedding trends wedding dresses going back what did victoria wear what did lady die wear da, 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 super easy venues mm -hmm. in your area da, da, da. Like, that would be the easiest account on the business <laughs> I, I would probably help you doing it for fun because it'd be so fun right but then your wordpress business you're going to want to focus on your audience who is hiring you because you're not doing a wordpress site for whoever you're right. niching out. You're mm -hmm. niching out, right? So that's yes. right. Mm -hmm. So you're niching out. So then think of your three audience segments. If you're doing local business, then you could do your local SEO and talk about your area. If you could talk about you guys as people, and you could talk about what's so great about WordPress or why you need a website in your marketing or things like that, right? Mm -hmm. So you can see how it's easy. It's almost too easy to have several accounts than it is to have just one. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Lots almost like a, it's almost like categories in a in a blog because yes. uh, those categories allow you to kind of chop up these pieces, yes. and make it mm -hmm. much easier for you to manage. You know, in the chat room, uh, Bobby Wilson's asking why is it important to segment, and I think the main reason why it's important is um, if you look at if you look at Facebook, so. For me and Facebook, I, I use my pages that I have as my other Twitter accounts, if we were to put Twitter and Facebook you know, sure. side by side here. Yeah. So those pages are where I post all this stuff. But me being Jason the developer, me being Jason the WordPress person, me being Jason the uh, the water polo dad, the uh, <coughs> the guy that does stuff over at the church, who does IT work, all, all these different things that Jason does, um, there's going to be crossover. And so that crossover, what happens is when I go and post something onto the Facebook page and says, Hey, Hey, Facebook page, we're doing this thing tonight. And then I'll, you know, essentially retweet it. I'll go and share that onto my own uh, page and say, okay, here's the thing that I'm doing. You should go check it out. And I'm not doing every single one of them. I'm just doing the ones because my mom, who probably follows me and five other people, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Jason, Jason's doing the WordPress tonight. Whatever the WordPress is, he's doing it, and it's. You know. <laughs> so that's the thing. Yeah. That's a, That's the reason. You know, to answer Bobby's question in the chat room, you don't want to overwhelm one particular channel, but you want to make it so that the channel people realize that you know, the business also has people working for it. And maybe the business should be retweeting some of the stuff that the people that work for it are actually doing. Right. And, and we have to ask her, there's a lot of interpersonal psychology involved in this. You have to ask yourself, is it about you or your audience? Mm, right. Because if it's about your convenience, maybe you shouldn't even be in business. Right. Mm -hmm. If it's about your audience and you want to, the whole point of social media is to resonate with the things that, that help them. If you're serving them, they will reward you with their business. Yeah. Now there are, there are some people that are doing the opposite of what we're uh, what we're talking about. There's so, lots of people doing the opposite. <laughs> the opposite. The opposite is is that they're putting all their eggs in one basket. And this isn't a bad thing when it comes to Twitter. It just makes it so that you're limiting yourself in some in some regard because 
it may look like you have 9,000 hobbies and all these different things that you're doing all at once. So a good example of this, who actually, somebody who does a really good job at balancing it out is, um, is um, Michelle Schulp. She does this with her, her account, Marktime Media. Um, Marktime Media is her, is her business, but she's also her business. And she does all of these things with the business as well. So she kind of shows you know, where she's living and what she's doing in Minneapolis and how the things that are happening there. And then she also says like, here's this awesome design that I just did. Here's a picture of my apartment. Here's the thing that's going on here. And what you're doing is you're, you're essentially showcasing to everyone, hey, here's all the stuff that's going on in my life that pours into this one thing, which is Mark Time Media. So there's a couple ways to do this. It just depends on how you really want to structure it. Right. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, I feel like, you know, for us, at least having the separate account allows us to have a little more focus. So when people come to our Merriment Designs account, when we get it all set and going, they'll be able to say, you know, they tweet about this, 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 and maybe this other thing. And that's what they talk about. And mm -hmm. then maybe over time, as you're developing your voice and talking about these things over and over and over again, it will help people to start to see us as experts right. in that particular area, instead of just being somebody who just talks about, you know, all sorts of different things like I do on my personal account. So I think it could be helpful, you know, as mm -hmm. far as the marketing side of things that goes, just to give some focus and branding to come in line with what our business does. Right. So. I mean, I've seen people use a, a tool called Hootsuite to kind of manage all of this. And what, the, the way I've seen them do it is if they have a bunch of different online properties that say like their own personal website, somebody else's personal website, because you're, you, you know, you're a partnership within this, two, mm -hmm. this company, and then you have the actual, the actual company site as well, you could use RSS to pull in all that content and then stage it all up so you can figure out, you can essentially curate your own content and say, this is worthy of this account, this is worthy of that account. And at that point, now you're cross-posting between all three of these different accounts and you're mm -hmm. selecting which ones you wanna actually put that stuff into. But not simultaneously. Right. Right, right. That's don't don't follow me because that's what I do. I, that's what <laughs> I, 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 I'm not a marketer and so I just spam everybody. Well, and I, I don't know any better. This is doing something that's event focused with the show, which is the only thing really worthy of putting it everywhere at once. But for real life, that doesn't include time sensitive material. You really want to like kind of spread it out because if people see it all at once, then they, everybody on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, they all have to see those if they didn't see it that one time, they're never going to see it again. Mm -hmm. I would, I would, I would, you know, kind of distribute it a little bit better. You know, right. um, Twitter as a culture re tolerates repetition and volume. Facebook does not. Facebook yeah. does not at all. Yeah, I post about the show once on Facebook. That's yeah. it, and I do it at a couple different times. And I use re, uh, I use my shares as my way of right. making sure that they're getting cross posted in all the different places, but not passing it all at the exact same time. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, but we're just talking about Twitter here, so yeah, just Amy Twitter. Asked, yeah. Amy <laughs> in the chat is asking about automating and scheduling. Now, I have a lot of opinions, and I am old school. Like I'm the person that doesn't believe that machine quilting is quilting. So you just have to know this about me. 
You should watch her use a surger, though, by hand. It's ridiculous. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, no She's sewing and I cutting do, at the exact same time. I do by hand. I do most things by hand, but usually hybrid is the best. So I went to a talk um, by Mally Hart at Atlanta. She's one of my best friends on this planet. I recommend the talks on WordPress TV. There's a difference between automation and scheduling. Automation can go wrong. Scheduling is smart. Right, so I only have the only automation that I use is Revival Post. It's a WordPress plugin, and it will send out my blog posts every X amount of time. I have it set at 9.5 hours. That's my sweet spot. As far as me tweeting as myself, I don't schedule my tweets. I sometimes use a thing called a mini deck, which used to be Timely, which is in beta, and I, I hesitate to tell people because it's not available, but it's basically Buffer. So I like Buffer. I don't use it for myself because I use this other tool. But it's the same concept. So you can you can fill out their list, you know, and then have it send at ideal times. Or Hootsuite also will, you can either schedule with them or um, you can let them decide what time to send it. Now, because I experienced somebody dying and tweeting for two months automatically, I for myself and the clients that I could control this on, I only schedule for today. Because the mm -hmm. worst thing that can happen is the Boston Marathon, and you're like, hey, isn't this a cute Wapu? Right? Remember that Boston Marathon bombing? Oh, yeah. People weren't mm -hmm. turning off their scheduled tweets. They're like, hey, look at me. I'm here. Or try our snacks or you know something like that like it's it's mm -hmm. so inappropriate so mm -hmm. if you don't pay attention to the news like i was like what there's something happening in syria again like i have no idea what's happening so that's for me i'm not always listening to the news so i don't schedule beyond today yeah and that's right. to me because that could go wrong really fast especially if you do die i mean his wife didn't know how to turn it off he was tweeting for the grave for two months. Yeah, mine's gonna be ridiculous. Yikes! I'm sorry, Jen, but my wife, my wife Jen's gonna have a field day trying to figure out how to turn all this stuff off. No, I know, and so I feel bad about my revival post because that's the same situation. I have no backup. I need an emergency contact and an IT person in my. <laughs> so, but but do you see what I'm saying? Like it could go bad. So just think about what you're doing, and also, like for client work, I have to write things a week ahead for the next two weeks. So I can't tweet about anything that's time sensitive, right? So you have to think right. about when it's gonna post. Because if I, I can't post about the Super Bowl two weeks from now, hmm. I mean, right? I can't tweet about the Masters three weeks from now. I can't tweet about March Madness at all. It's over, UNC won, go Tar Heels. <laughs> I'm saying like, there's no, you can't, so sports are out, anything super time sensitive is out. And even if, and what I do is, I do a little secret thing, but we're all friends here. I, I schedule for clients retweets so that it looks like it's organic activity. Um, so that's why I'm saying like, you can't just retweet something that's time sensitive. So it does take a little bit more work, but you can do that. So it depends on the needs and your goals. For mm -hmm. me, I'm not gonna schedule except for a little bit today, maybe. Or I'll just look at, but, but here's the, listen, I know, Sully <laughs> agrees with me, don't schedule. But here's the, but there, here's the danger, 
Here's the danger of scheduling. Set it and forget it. Mm. The most underused, listen, not just you guys, because you guys are my people. Stop. The, the most underused button on Twitter is the reply button. The point of Twitter is making relationships. You cannot have relationships unless you exchange words. They can be typed, but they need to be exchanged. You know what I'm saying? Like we are having a conversation with words. Mm -hmm. I'm not just yep. holding up pictures of emojis. Giffy, <laughs> 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 giffy. You know. <laughs> and if I retweeted what you said, that's just like parroting back what you said. So I'm not saying it's bad, but you can't only have that. So for me, I'm just saying this is me. Maybe everybody else is way more disciplined. If I'm not in. Twitter.com, looking at my lists or on Hootsuite or looking at Twitter.com, I'm not replying to people. And if I'm not replying to people, in my mind, for my goals, I'm failing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I, and you know, I'm thinking, looking at the content that's on, that's on your site and the, the type of stuff that you're going to end up doing, I, I could, I could really see that you could take your portfolio and take all the content that goes in that portfolio and essentially break down a, um, you know, break down one of your, um, one of your designs that you've done and said, look, like this logo that we designed right here, here's all the stuff that we did to put into this. And you could go through and tweet out each of those pieces and yes. really talk about that. Yeah. And what's yeah. neat about that is somebody who's a potential customer of yours could look at it and go like, wow, there's this long string of, re of at replies to yourself. So you're, you're building a thread. Yeah, right. And it's like, wow, this person's literally breaking down all of the stuff that they did for this one client. How cool. Maybe yeah. I should, you know, like they didn't go to like some website and download a, 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 you know, some type of stencil or something and slapped it on there and then drew a couple little, you know, wingdings on the side and said, yep, here's your, here's your logo. Like you actually put some time and effort into it to do it, uh, to do it yourself. Those are the types of things that I could see that you could, you could do by essentially making one of these logos into a post and really break it up some and talk about it and turn it into a story. So people could look at it and say, you know, they, these people know what they're doing. Maybe we should hire them. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love that. And that kind of um, answers Bobby Wilson's question about what should you tweet to market your business. That's exactly yeah. it. Case studies yep. are perfect. It's yeah. like gold on Twitter. Nobody does it, you guys. They don't. <laughs> they don't. I mean, I've done how-tos on things that I'm going to be doing right now. It's like, oh, I'm going to hit the record button. Here, I'm going to show you how I'm hitting the record button. Check this out. And I hit the record button. And that was my video that I posted onto, you know, Periscope or onto mm -hmm. YouTube or on Facebook or whatever. So, you know, those are the things that you could put in there to just kind of show, you know, make that con make that account have its own type of content. And then you could start retweeting and sharing these things yourself and saying, hey, look, here's a thing that I did. Or, hey, we just broke down how we did this particular type of thing. Or a customer had this, like, um, who is it? It's uh, the Borns do this all the time with their posts. So if you go look on their site, they they'll end up posting things regarding like, uh, here's a customer that came to us. They're having this type of issue. Here's the ways in which we approach this particular thing. And here's the resolution that we had for it. And you can kind of mm -hmm. look at from, you know, from start to finish all the stuff that they had to do to pull that off. 
Yeah, and so that brings me to my other thought too, is you know, in line with that, if it can't all fit in tweets, then perhaps also having a blog, a business blog, which we do not have. Yes. Which we do need to have. Look at Bridget. She's like, yes. <laughs> but WordPress is you know, for blogging. WordPress is for blogging. I yes, love it. Is. Yes, you are right. It is. You are right. Oh, I'm sorry because people keep saying WordPress is so much more than a blog. You know what? <laughs> Guys, we need blogs. Blogs is how we communicate with people, with our customers. Blogs are great. Mm -hmm. We love blogs. Blogs are awake all the time, 24 7. Google, love <laughs> Google loves your blogs. We need it. Mm -hmm. Keep writing. Look. <laughs> yeah, and we just had a meetup on Tuesday night, our local Charleston meetup, and um, Heather Solos uh, came to speak to us about uh, content planning for your WordPress blog. And so she was encouraging people mm -hmm. to, you know, develop an editorial calendar and to be doing that blogging because that is creating fresh content for your site. It's creating outbound and inbound links. It's helping with your SEO. Mm -hmm. It's something you could post to Twitter that's pushing people back to your website. So yeah, <laughs> we definitely need <laughs> to get on that things. train. So, but yeah, that so then of right course, what you were saying. when we have blog posts, we're going to want to share them on Twitter. Yeah. And then we can retweet old blog posts every now like and again. Does. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Because evergreen content is evergreen. Oh my gosh. She was talking about evergreen content. And that was the first time I've ever heard that phrase. Well, I am so know, not in the marketing bubble. <laughs> you know why? I, I, I just learned this because I hang around with the marketing nerds. That's all I'm saying. Like, but the concept is it's always true. It's mm -hmm. always relevant. We can, we can use normal words. Because think about it. If you Google something, right, the best piece is going to come to the top, not the most recent. Sometimes they're old. Mm -hmm. They're there because they're good. And you know what else is happening? Other people are linking to them because they're good. Right, right. So do your thing and people will find you. But you, you can't just, you know, that's the thing. It's like, what should you tweet? You should tweet out your expertise. Mm -hmm. That's that. This is how I got into WordPress in the first place, you guys, because they tell all the social media people that everything goes back to what the pub, which is your WordPress website. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so the hub is your website. That's the content you own. Yeah. You don't. And what's own nice Facebook. is when what's nice is when you're between cust, you know, between client work. You have a client. You always have a client, and that client is you. And you could yes. be taking that content, and you could be you could be oh, dissecting each one of these things as much as possible. That. Tweeting that right mm -hmm. now. <laughs> that was really good. Well, you know, I, I I say a couple of good ones every once in a while. Oh, that should be a <laughs> I don't know if it's under the uh, character limit. My apologies. I didn't count while I was saying it, but um, no, that should only be um, a blog post, Jason. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let me preach a little bit about uh, about blog posts, and then I, I want to do it. Like, that's awesome. No, but I love it. So no, this is make me. This is like it's reminding me why this is so great. Yeah. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and the other thing is come up with a come up with some type of little project that you could do that um, is going to help help show people, hey, this is the type of work that we do. You know, like right now, I'm I I'm not doing any client work right now at all, but I'm like, you know, I I've never done this before. Let me go and build a uh, you know an image, some images I'm going to post every day, and see if I can get people to follow me on Instagram and do some interesting things. I have no no idea why I'm doing it, just other than just to have fun and to try to 
you know, show people that they should do some interesting things on social media. But those mm -hmm. are the types of things that you could be doing yourself where you could go and break down some of the things that you're building for people and say, look, I, I can do this and you should definitely hire us, hire us be, because of that. Oh, mm -hmm. and it only caused somebody else to write a blog post about it, which caused right. other people to start doing it. Like you started yeah. a little mini movement there, Mr. Tucker. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, sometimes, sometimes just going off on being spontaneous, you no, know, there's a lesson in that. It's a spontaneity, mm -hmm. right? We sometimes, we, you know, we like to have all of our plans, and here's our 10 year plan, our 90 day marketing plan, whatever. That, your <laughs> goal is to get more business that, that fits in line with what you do, right? Like, mm -hmm, everybody mm -hmm. agrees on that. You know who your customers are. Right, the answers yeah. to the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so and just be spontaneous. And sometimes you guys are so good on video, you could just do it on video and embed the video in your blog. Yeah, yeah. and, and there's there's tons of there's tons of tools to do that. If you're on a Mac, you could be using um, ScreenFlow, which is probably one of my favorite programs for doing screen recording. If you're on Windows, you can use something like Camtasia. It's it's simple and easy. You just run it and just record your screen. And post those things and what's nice is you know making a little animation and putting it onto onto twitter is not difficult at all so i think yeah. between all of those sorts of things you can you can at least drive some traffic to your drive some traffic to your post and also drive some traffic to you know your own websites that are then talking about hey here's the things that my business are doing is doing you should go check it out and mm -hmm. that's where you're kind of you're kind of using um you know, a lot of a lot of the times companies are looking for ways for other companies to talk about them, but really you have three different three different entities that can be interacting with each other directly by just doing these cross posts. And right. you can just right. say, Man, we just did a really great job on this one particular client. I was doing this type of work, she was doing this type of work, and you just linked to, to those two places and now you just got two links out of it, one from your own and one from from hers, and they both went to the exact same, you know, exact same post. Mm -hmm. And what's nice is yeah. you, you two could pull this off easily because you're around each other all the time. You don't have to worry about like this, like um, you know, going back and forth. And even you could even log into the other person's account real quick and and kind of get all that stuff set up. So, be like yeah, Bridget. True. Bridget talks to herself all the time on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> I, did have, I did host a chat by myself. <laughs> Thirty-eight thousand impressions. Just that's wow. that's a good topic. That's a good topic what's, right there. So what's bad is how good I was at talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you if you have so you know, <laughs> that is a good topic actually. It is because <laughs> if you have if you're trying to if you're trying to show people that that your account is doing stuff on Twitter. Like if you're saying like, I want to get some, you know, some, um, some action happening here on this particular Twitter account, starting a chat like that or starting a, a quotable type thing, or just come up something with something that's super easy that you could build five or six or 10 of these things ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Dude, seriously. Mm -hmm. post them all out. Listen, you guys, there's nobody in WordPress running a Twitter chat about WordPress. I I noticed that. Yeah, I'm doing a nonprofit chat. There's no and it's very in WordPress running a Twitter chat. It's like land for the taking during the coal rush of 1849. <laughs> 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 
gold you nuggets fig- all It's over like you figured out to sew and you're going to be making all of the denim and jeans that you can. You, you Get you out there and do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> get out there and do it. So what, you know, we got, we have 20 minutes to, to kind of narrow all this down. What other questions that you have? It sounds like we've been pitching a lot of stuff, but what are some of the questions that you guys have been coming up with? Um, well, I'm curious how important it is, is it, or how much time should you spend on networking with other people in your field as opposed to on Twitter, as opposed to trying to just directly marketing yourself? Well, I think you shouldn't spend a whole lot of time interacting with essentially your competitors when you mm-hmm. should spend more time interacting with the people that could be your customers. But right. that's mm-hmm. not to say you shouldn't interact with your competitors or people within that particular realm because it at least shows that you have some type of uh, authority that you could speak on about a particular subject matter. But when it when it comes to like uh, trying to grab people's attention, talking about WordPress in WordPress, you're just doing this like circle where you're just talking about the thing that, and doing the thing about the thing when really <laughs> you need to talk about the things that tie into that. Well, right. okay, so it depends. Wedding blogs? To use, well, to use J- Jason's famous phrase, it depends. So when I was at the contractor, I didn't care if I talked to other contractors that are outside of our geographic territory because we only worked in Southern California, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was not competitive. That showed us, that elevated us as a leader in the field, which is what I wanted. That was my goal. My goal was to look bigger than we were and to elevate ourselves as experts in the field. Now, WordPress, there's so much work out there that I don't see the competition as much, and you never know who you're going to partner with to get bigger scope of work i think in wordpress it's a little bit different because there's such a uh, community component to it but at Mm -hmm. the because so so this is the only caveat i would say is a lot of times your peers are your clients or refers Ah, refers we live off of referrals don't we Mm -hmm. so Oh yeah, Sherry and Cheryl, you totally need them to do graphic design. They did the Wapoo for Women Who WP. Oh, <laughs> they did that? I bet they could do my logo. I bet they could. Why don't you hit them up on Twitter? <laughs> you're right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The referral business is almost better because you're getting somebody else to endorse you. So it so that's why you need a little bit of both. So my recommendation for a healthy, this is what we do with our clients, for a healthy Twitter account is at minimum three tweets a day, one of them goes to your blog. That's a very minimum. Minimum. Yeah, we're definitely writing That's this down. Just <laughs> Dr. Bob being on a breathing machine and them harvesting your organs. Three tweets, one goes to your blog. That's a good mm-hmm. ratio. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Anything above that's gravy. When you have time, somebody asked Bobby Wilson said, "When do you do all this? How much time?" I'm asking you guys. I know I spend too much time waiting for something, waiting for my contractor to send me this Nissana, waiting for somebody to send me this logo in Slack. I'm always waiting. I was waiting when I was a secretary. I'm still waiting. Okay. So <laughs> how much time do you guys spend waiting? A fair bit. Yeah, yeah. That's really do. Tweet. 
you're waiting for a client, they're five minutes late, open up your phone, do a tweet, they show up, close it. Just whatever you do, don't talk about how you hate when your customers or clients don't oh, actually call never, you in five minutes. Ever, never, <laughs> don't do that. Listen, never, ever subtweet about your clients. This is what private closed Facebook groups and your girlfriends are for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do not client shame on Twitter. I see this way too much from people I love and respect. I know that you're frustrated that they don't know what a DNS is, but neither <laughs> do I, and I have a sticky note that I still need to deal with something about it. I'm just but, saying. But that's an opportunity, but something like that is an opportunity. It's an educational to opportunity. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yes. That's different. Yes. That's different than, oh my God, I can't believe this client doesn't know what DNS is. What year is this? Chris Lima is famous for this stuff because what he does is he takes a problem that somebody has and he says, you know what? I'm going to write a blog post about this. Have you ever had the problem where your DNS wasn't working? Blah, 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 blah. Like you just start building this out and then yes. you write a story. You get yes. that whole block, that, that whole one third that says like, here's what happened. Here's how I resolved it. Here's how their frustrations were about it. And, and here's, here's the full blown resolution. Like, after that, you can then send that to one of your, you know, your clients and say, hey, you know, it looks like you're having problems with your DNS. I'd be more than happy to help you out, but here's the things that I've done to, to resolve this. Who want to look at it yourself? Like yep. those are the types of things mm -hmm. that you could use as a way to get, you know, get those people in. Because somebody could be doing a Google search saying, you know, I hate DNS. This thing is ticking me off. Why can't I get an A record working? What, what's the C name thing that WP Engine keeps talking about? And now you've just mentioned <laughs> WP name. DNS, all the all of those keywords that people are going to look for, they'll go to your site and they're going to be like, "Wow, this person does really great design." But, but look, they're talking about how to fix my DNS. Oh, this is awesome! And then you can just link off to all the other places that yep. it really explain how it works more in technical terms. And and here's the evil marketer part. This is what we did in construction. We educated just enough to give them enough fear to hire us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that totally makes sense though you don't want to give away you know the whole bag of chips right up front you want to give them enough that they're like "Ooh, these people know stuff i need to go yes. there yes yep. you got totally. it so there was yeah, another uh, question i had Russell Aaron does this as well on his site where he he talks about a lot of the trials and tribulations of being Russell Aaron and those things have also made it so that people look at it and say oh he's having the same problem i'm having and here's a blog post that he wrote about the entire thing because he he uses his blog as his diary. You know, he just pretty much pours everything into mm -hmm. it and people look at it and say, oh, yeah, these are the problems I'm having. Yeah, this is how I do it. And that's how I write my blog. My blog is about fixing the things that I fixed. I talk about the things that I fixed. So that way, when I do a Google search and I'm pretty good at Google searching for things that I wrote myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I start finding my own blog posts. And I'm like, dang, I'm really good at SEO. No, I'm just really good at Jason SEO. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, one other question that I was thinking of is because we had to burn our other one to the ground for whatever reason, and we're starting from scratch, for other people who are starting from scratch trying to build up a brand new Twitter account for their business, it's really intimidating starting with that big goose egg of followers. How do you genuinely create you know relationships how do you go about it where you're not just adding a hundred people at one time and none of them care about your product or what you're doing what is there a certain amount of time per day that you think people need to spend 
cultivating relationships and really connecting with Can people. I have this question? Yes, you have it. Yes. <laughs> I love this. I, this is my favorite show so far. I love it. Uh -huh. <laughs> all the WordPress people. Bridget, okay, just so you know, you have 12 minutes to I know, answer I this question. I got like <laughs> So here's the thing. First of all, before you follow anybody, make sure that your your gravit your gravitar, your logo, <laughs> WordPress has ruined me. Your profile picture, your yeah. avatar is is correct. Okay? Should be square. If you make yourself a logo, make a square version. The social mm -hmm. networks need everything square. Fill out your header photo, fill out your bio, put a link to your website. Okay? Mm -hmm. Do not follow anybody until you do this. We already did that. <laughs> okay, good job. But for the audience at home, for those playing at home, the next thing is, remember that I was talking about the three areas? Set up your lists. Set up Twitter lists. If you want to know more about Twitter lists, go to BridgetWillard.com slash Twitter lists. This is how you save time on Twitter. You will, you will love me for the rest of your lives. Nobody uses it. It's the second less used thing on Twitter. It's a reply button and Twitter lists. So say you're going to be, uh, where, where are you, Charleston, South Carolina? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, is there a hashtag people use for Charleston? Um, mm -hmm. It depends, CHS Tech or CHS yes. or, yeah. CHS. So I would, I would um, make a list for Charleston, and then I would make a list for your other three things. Then what I would do is I would spend 10 minutes a day. Just schedule it in your calendar like a client meeting. Go look at that hashtag. Okay, start with that hashtag and go and see if there's anybody tweeting something you like, press reply and say something to them. Then follow them and add them to that list. Just do it at 10 minutes at a time. If you try to do too many, you will freak out, you will cry, you'll send me <laughs> angry letters in Facebook saying, this is too hard, it's too overwhelming, I don't like this. 10 minutes a day, I actually have a video called How to Use Twitter in Five Minutes a Day. I have a whole series called Pedaling Pedals. There's a 10 part from scratch to using Listen Hootsuite tutorial series on my YouTube channel. It's bit.ly um, slash capital P, Pedaling Pedals, like my hypothetical flower shop. Mm -hmm. So if anybody needs like literally from zero to using a hashtag, using Listen in Hootsuite, there's lessons there. But don't do it in a big giant binge. You'll do it a little bit at a time, just like you're learning a language, and just slowly by slowly, then the next day, work on the other list, and the next day, work on the other list. Like when you go to the gym, arms one day, legs the next day. Arms one day, <laughs> legs the next day. Don't kill yourself doing it, and if you're tired, don't do it. Do it later. It's not that big of a deal. You will slowly and gradually get followers. The first 1,000 followers are the hardest, they're the hardest to get. Don't, mm -hmm. don't, don't get discouraged. You can Skype me if you are, and I will talk to you about this. It's really <laughs> hard. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it in the end. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you guys are so charismatic. People are going to fall in love with you. That's why our whole audience loves you. But, but it's a long game. Don't expect leads in the first 90 days. It's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Just right. slowly enter those conversations. Use your charm and your southern hospitality, and you will be winners. And that's that. I love <laughs> under, it. I love I'm it. under budget my time, JT. Under <laughs> you budget. Did, you time. did great. You did great. So proud of you. Yeah, that's that's perfect.
Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stress over um, getting the followers because of the fact that, just like Bridget was saying, she doesn't even want you to follow all those people. She just wants you to look at the list and start building these lists up so you can look at them. You know, lists are are neat because you're able to essentially follow a bunch of accounts without actually telling anybody that you're following them. You're just kind yeah. of scanning <laughs> those lists to see what's going on there. And the other thing is, is that you can look at somebody else's list if they made it public. So mm -hmm. you can look at those lists and you can say, you know what, Bridget follows a bunch of people about whatever it is. And you I already did the work, follow my people. I already did the work. I tell everybody that, that's the perfect thing I forgot. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, and you just, you just I mean, I have like, you know, in the chat, um, Paul was saying he has 75 lists. Um, I have 23 oh, wow. lists. I only look at, and they're very specific. It's like, I used to go to Disneyland every day, all day long, nonstop. I used to go to Disneyland because I live right down the way from it. I had a whole Twitter account just devoted to all the people that go to Disneyland like I did. You know, I had a I had a Twitter account just for all the different rides that are at Disneyland because people actually would claim ride names and then make Twitter <laughs> accounts and then do goofy things with that stuff. So there's all <laughs> these different things that you could do on Twitter and those are the, that's what's neat is you can kind of pull all that stuff together and look at it and then be able to now start using that as a way for you to be able to find good content that you can curate and put out to your customers on your on your Twitter account for both your personal Twitter account as well as for your business Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Great. What else you got? We got a couple more minutes. Um, well, I think we covered almost everything on our little list. I saw somebody who was talking oh, on yeah. some article that I read, and I don't know that I agree with this about you know, one of the ways that she generates business for herself is she'll find people who might be interested in her services and will direct message them. And I don't know if that sounds like the right approach. <laughs> so I was curious y'all's take on that. No. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Good, because I felt really gross about that. Because <laughs> your instinct is right. It's too much too soon. Yeah. It's too much too soon. Listen, you don't beat somebody in the street and then go invite them to invite them to go to your house and then ask to see their baby pictures and the wedding photos it's ridiculous okay yeah. don't mm -hmm. do that auto dms yeah. are for like private messages not spamming people with mm -hmm. you barely even met me now you want me to follow you all over the place you're on probation if the way i deal with it i have a funnel twitter is public and then it goes down at google plus instagram linkedin Facebook is my most privately guarded. Nobody else is going to see no makeup pictures except for Facebook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I people are on probation on Twitter till I decide I want to let them into my Facebook world. I have yeah. a whole pyramid I wrote about that. on. It's called uh, Keys to Being Social Common Sense on BridgetWiller.com. Check you out. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. Bridget just sat here and talked about all these posts that she wrote. I know. Uh, I need to start writing again. Once a year, two years, four <laughs> years ago. And the thing is, is that they're still relevant because yeah, they're, they're evergreen. evergreen. Yes. Yes. I do, though. I miss your post, Bridget. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm getting better. <laughs> I can't say a thing because I've not been no. able to pick up the blogging bug yet. You know, what's so. you know what's bad for me is I need those questions like Jason does. I do the same thing. When I get a question, I write a blog post. So I just mm -hmm. need more questions. Bridget, no, what about? Tell me what, questions at kidgy at gmail.com. 
What about um, hashtags in your bio and on um, on on Twitter? Is that hashtags in your bio are a good thing? Yeah, I just put find me at WordCap Chicago, WordCap Orange County, WordCap Europe. And because it's going to show up. It shows when people click on the in the people screen. Yeah, uh, hashtags I like to use at the end of a tweet because I find that they're hard to read, which goes into when you set up your colors, make sure people can read it. Mm. The theme color or whatever, that, that's the color of your link. Right. Uh, you know what? And, and by the time I make a tutorial to show you how to put, you know, the people on lists are going to change the gearbox to the three dots. That's like they did that <laughs> to me like right after I screenshotted something. So, I mean, Twitter's going to change a lot. They already they did something this week that makes me hate them with all my heart. Uh, <laughs> you know, this, this is what happens. This, that is why we believe in websites. On mm -hmm. websites, you own your content. You mm -hmm. don't own Twitter or Facebook or Google or LinkedIn. They're going to do whatever they do. They're going to screw up their UI. They're going to change their rules. But your WordPress is your home. And so that's, that's tying that up in a little bow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, how about we uh, we say that we end the show? How about that? So, folks, make sure you go over to our website at wpwatercore.com slash wpblab. That's where you can find all the stuff relating to this particular episode. If you like this stuff and you want to subscribe, we actually wrote a whole page just about how to subscribe to our content and all the various ways that you can do it. You can go over to wpwatercore.com slash subscribe. That's where all the subscription stuff is at. So if you just want to listen to us and not look at us, feel free to do that. If you want to look at us and don't want to listen to us, you can watch us on YouTube and hit the mute button. And lastly, I want to say thank you very much for the two of you for being on the show. We're also for, for helping out with us um, throughout the throughout the year now of um, of you know doing all the things that you do with our show notes and kind of helping us out with that. I really appreciate it. And um, if you, if you, anybody out there that wants to help us out, um, we do a live chat. So you can come on and hang out with us uh, at 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock Pacific. That's when we do this show live. Folks, talk to you all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye. <laughs>